Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. that's really great about your home buying compass this particular podcast is that uh, we get to talk about trends we talk about things uh, as they happen in the real estate industry and we do so with the help of a leading realtor David Schwabi of the Schwabi Group Compass Real Estate and uh, today David joins me Jim Mitchell to talk about uh, one of the newer trends in the last year or so which is people migrating to work from home and David, uh, seems like every time you and I get together, it's you know we, we think we're having a, a basic conversation, but there's always something new to talk about. Absolutely, um, and this is a great topic. Matter of fact, Jim, I usually I usually call uh, you on these calls from my soundproof booth at the office. Today, I thought <laughs> it'd be appropriate to be from my home office, right? I had to come Perfect. to my home office for this call today, so we've got you know. Barking the distance. We've got you know lawnmowers running. This this is real life home office talk today. So, well, I uh, I have been doing it for 25 years, David. Uh, the first office I had in my home, I could lean back and put my head against the furnace and keep my uh, cup <laughs> of water next to me on the washing machine. So I've I've moved up in the world. Uh, we'll talk about better circumstances than that today. And tell me, you know, are you seeing this a lot now? Are, are more buyers looking specifically to have some workspace at home? Yeah, actually, it uh, started a couple of years ago, but we're certainly it's part of every buyer's discussion right now. So when people are talking about wanting a four-bedroom house, the question is, do they really want three bedrooms plus an office? What exactly are they looking for? So. There's a interesting trend, of course, so I'm sure you're following the news. There's some major big companies that are trying to pull people back in, but, but those mm-hmm. people coming back into the office are really only three days a week or four days a week. So, so I think everyone everyone pretty much is going to need a home office in the next few years. And you have talked to us quite a bit about the demand in the market these days and um, how there just aren't enough houses out there. Is the need or desire to work from home, is that – manipulating that demand? Are there certain types of houses now that um, are more in demand because of that requirement? Yeah, I think it's I think it's twofold. One is we're seeing a trend towards buyers wanting everything completely done and not doing any work. And that might be because they are working from home and they really can't put up with the, you know, the mess um, because they're working mm-hmm. in their house. And the other is certainly the the houses, and I'm not even called big houses, but the houses with a unique space for a home office um, are really in demand. Um, and it could be a small old farmhouse, but it has a unique little, you know, office above the garage or something. You know, it's, there's, um, I, I, I te- hesitate to say big houses, but certainly unique houses with 
with a private space for an office. Yeah, there go back a few years in the market, and it seemed like everybody wanted the open floor plan. Walls were coming down everywhere to create uh, big open spaces, and I have read that now that's reversing people. If they want an office, they got to have some quiet space. Are, are you seeing that start to roll back now? Yeah, it's interesting. It's, that's actually the case is that um, I was actually showing a house the other day, and the buyer said, you know, you know, I don't like an open, open floor plan, and I thought, wow. That I haven't heard that for years, right? And no, I, I always used to laugh and say people with these families, they think they want an open floor plan until they get into the situation, then they don't, right? But um, I think that uh, right during COVID, actually, a lot of the builders who were midstream changed their floor plans layouts and had to make a more the layout be less open for this exact same reason. And certainly, I. I am seeing some buyers going back to the, the floor plans that you know, a little more open space or a little more free space um, that you can put an office in. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, I, I have houses that you walk in and they have this beautiful office, but it's wide open to the rest of the house, right? Well, then in that case, they have to put a door or something in. But certainly we are seeing houses being closed up a little bit more because of that. Um, talk to me about today's buyer who might be looking for this. It, you know, I, we had past conversations where we talked about uh, being close to transportation for people who commuted every day. Um, maybe that's not as much of a need anymore. Um, you talked re- just in this conversation about um, having some unique space for that office in the home. Um, what are work-from-home buyers prioritizing? Is it quiet? Is it unique, isolated space? Um, is it uh, you know being able to have room for monitors and run some extra power and you know strong Wi-Fi or everything else? I mean, are there certain characteristics that are high on the list now? Yeah, I think that um, something that's sort of tranquil, quiet. I mean, it's actually interesting. I think people are prioritizing backyards, nicer backyards because they maybe have a nice view of their backyard from their office, so they're working in all day. Um, but uh, location, I think you sort of alluded to it, but location is becoming interesting because people who know they're not working from home, I mean, that are working from home three to four days a week, you know, they're going further out. Maybe they don't need to be as close to the train. Maybe they don't need to be as close um, to some of those amenities, and therefore they might be able to get a, a bigger lot, you know, a nicer backyard and or spend less money because we're a little bit further from the you know, everyday traffic. So I think people are definitely prioritizing different things in location, yards. Um, well, the Wi-Fi, by the way, the Wi-Fi, Internet, that all, in, in my area, it's all pretty readily available, but I imagine that if you were uh, more in the country and in, in other areas of the country, um, that might be more of an issue, but we certainly have, you know, high-speed Internet pretty much everywhere around here, so we're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I, although I've seen some homes that need to be wired uh, to support, you know, a couple of servers <laughs> or uh, additional information. I guess uh, some people are more reliant on technology and want to make sure that uh, they can accommodate that as well. Um, right. So we're talking today with David Schwabe. David is with the Schwabe Group. Um, you can find out more about his uh, practice at schwabegroup.com, S-C-H-W-A-B-E group.com, all one word. And... Um, 
we're going to share David's phone number coming up here in a little bit and email address, which would be david at schwabigroup.com because he's always open to conversations and uh, has a great reputation with uh, buyers and sellers for being available and being able to talk and walk through uh, different circumstances. So uh, we appreciate him being a part of this podcast to share his information with everyone. Um, so a, a, let's talk about buyers one more minute here, and then we'll switch over to the seller side. But um, like anything else, when there's a demand for something uh, that can do one of two things, push up prices or, or make it harder to find something, um, with so few houses on the market, um, are buyers who, who want this at-home capability finding it? It's taking a little bit longer right now to get the home they want? Yeah, I think that that's the case well, in general right now. That's the case for everyone. But but the buyers who want something very specific, um, when that house comes on, they're really going to have to get aggressive with it. And I think that we're going to loosen up a little bit by the fall, um, in our area at least. But certainly these buyers, there's just so much, there's less available. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the growing trend is they really don't want to do anything to their house to buy. Now, if someone owns a house, they might make some adjustments to it. But the, the buyers seem to want everything sort of ready to go. And so it is definitely is a little bit more difficult for them uh, in their searches. Now, talk about the sellers. I, I, I thought of this as I was preparing today. Uh, you and I have had multiple conversations about staging a home when you're selling. Um, many of the great things that you do at Compass Real Estate to help make a home look uh, as attractive as possible. With this in mind, is the staging approach a little different now? Do you like to show office space when you're getting a home ready? Yeah, absolutely. So let's go back to that, actually. So we do stage a lot of homes, and as the market shifts, um, even if the house isn't updated as much, if we stage it, we can really make it feel a little more homier to a buyer. And we have a, a concierge service, which I know we've talked in the past, and that's a phenomenal opportunity for sellers who want to um, maybe do some work and they don't have cash in hand. So um, if anyone's interested in that, I'd love to talk to them about that for staging their home. But um, but we certainly, um, we've been staging homes with, with offices for quite a while, and sometimes that office space was just in the living room or the dining room. A dining room, living room, or the family room, but now yes, we definitely are maybe taking a whole bedroom and staging it as an office, or um, if there's something in the lower level walkout, you know, we might do that as well. But definitely, um, people really they need to see it um, on pictures, and I think that uh, staging a house with at least one room as a home office is definitely important. So, how do you work your magic then with um, young families um, buying a home? for children uh, to have space for kids to run around and play and store their toys and everything else uh, is one thing. <laughs> Having a home for someone to work from is another, but you're going to find both needs in the same family very often. How How is that working out in the market these days? You know, it's interesting because um, I, you know, raised four kids and um, during the time of working from home very often, and it's hard, uh -huh. right? It's hard um, for a family to do that. I, I joked many times with my wife that I thought that my office should have one of those exterior patio doors <laughs> to, the, to the back hall so that I could see the kids, but I couldn't hear them on the phone. But um, so that's the so that's the reality of what people deal with, right? And sometimes it's kids, sometimes it's pets, whatever it might be. But certainly um, they have to. This is, I think, why we, when we talk about 
a unique space separate from the rest of the house, right? Um, that you can go to and have it quiet and on those conference calls or those Zoom calls that you have to make. Um, but uh, I do see maybe people finishing the basement a little bit more um, for a kid's space, even if it's a small basement, because they might be taking one of the bedrooms, right, or that sort of thing. But, yeah, certainly I, I think that some of the kid's space is being absorbed for sure because of it, but uh, people seem to be resilient and they'll figure the way around it. Um, and and we, we didn't talk about it, but, I mean, I have a lot of buyers who during COVID, right after COVID, did some renovations to their house, their existing home, to make it work for them. Um, and they stayed in their house. So sometimes it's small additions, sometimes it's um, just doing work to the existing structure or layout of the house to make it less open and, and more appealing for their, for their home office. So I've got about a minute or so left with you here today, David, and, and we're kind of coming up to end of June, midpoint in the year. Um, so this particular topic aside, what what are you seeing right now for the second half of the year in the real estate market? You know, it's interesting because we're seeing the interest rates have climbed quite a bit. Um, there's talk of those interest rates driving down um, to that 4 to 4.5% five percent range under five percent by the end of the year. So I think when that happens we're gonna see a little bit more opportunity for people to move up in size, which will open up a little bit more activity for the first time buyers and such, give them some more opportunities to buy. And um I think we're gonna have a flurry of activity second half of the year. I really do. Um because uh, certainly we have the demand. The buyers are there. Uh we're just looking for the sellers to uh to open up that inventory. Um but as as foreclosures start opening up a little bit more um, as as buyers are moving up a little bit more and interest rates come in and people get more adjusted to the, the pricing structure, I think we're going to see a little more activity from that perspective. So it's a great time, I think, um, you know, to buy or sell, and, um, and I see some big opportunities for the second half of the year. Well, we're going to continue conversations with you throughout the rest of the year, David, here on your home buying compass, and we'll always have uh, kind of our thumb on, on what's going on in the industry. So thank you for sharing that. Now, in between conversations, people want to get a hold of you. Uh, why don't you go ahead and shoot out the phone number and email address again so they can do that. Absolutely. And it's important to note that if someone's buying or selling, even if you're buying or selling in another area of the country than maybe the Chicago Burbs, um, I've got uh, a great network of, uh, of agents all over the country with Compass, and I would love to put you in in touch with one of those first-class agents. Um, best way to reach me, my cell is 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747. And the email is david at schwabi group, david at S-C-H-W-A-B as in boy E, group.com. Would love to talk to you and uh, answer any questions you have. Well, good. Thank you so much, David, for answering ours today. Great conversation. Look forward to talking to you again soon. And again, folks, schwabigroup.com. Uh, make sure you stop by there and get a lot of information, including all of these past discussions. David, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.